I don't know if I'm within the Dharma or too psychological in my understanding of ignorance, but experientially I see it as a denial or refusal of this moment or this moment is very infantile. You can see it as just unacceptable. So I won't call it what it is. I'll deny it. I'll create fantasies. I'll start a whole world. It can't be this world because this world is intolerable. And so, I don't know, is there a condition that creates ignorance? What is the conditionality for ignorance to arise? Because I don't know that from the Dharma standpoint. I turn more towards the psychological and my understanding of my own ignorance. Sometimes when I'm meditating, the Dhamma provides some good commentary. But the most recent one is the infantile at 70, and it has to do with ignorance and greed. But I see ignorance as a really an inept intent to survive, and it's self-perpetuating. So there's a tragedy to it because it comes from, or at least in my case, I stubbornly hold on to it. That's the other part of ignorance. We become attached to it since we have no power. Our ignorance is our power, and we use it to live in the world as it is. So seems the only way through it is to somehow find compassion for ignorance because I think Ignorance has a life force that started out to be protective. So can I have faith in the Dharma sense? Uh, Yeah, right. The ignorance, which is a kind of denial, um, means you deny things because the heart doesn't know how to accept things. Well, it didn't, but it does now. That's great, because then that means ignorance will diminish. But this can be just, for example, you know, like even childhood, very early situations where you know, you're not getting the causes and conditions that would encourage the heart to be open and comfortable. You know, so the heart gets insecure, nervous, closes, it doesn't properly, doesn't properly grow. And it doesn't properly grow. Um, you know, in, so there's a sense of it has to be protected by structures, psychological structures. For me, I didn't see that. Didn't know, like cut-off structures or uh, obsessive drives in the wrong direction to avoid the, 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 the areas that we don't feel comfortable with. We don't feel comfortable with some conditions because they were just not not acceptable. So. I'm just repeating myself that it's a survival technique. It is a survival technique. The chitta always does the best it can in the face of what it was experiencing. So, okay, well, this will get me through the night. You know, it doesn't have to be just a certain amount of ignoring, but it gets, it keeps me, it keeps me going. So, essentially, it's always. Uh, you know, unless this, without the realization of nibbana, it's always formulated about let me be a solid, comfortable person. If that means I don't see this and I don't see that, that's fine. Because I just can't bear it. I can't stay intact. It's too much. I get overwhelmed, emotionally overwhelmed. I don't have the grounding. And it's a very, very significant point, very important point, 
that you raise. because people get spiritual idealism, so you can face any old thing. You know? No, you can't. You're not ready for it yet. You need to need to be generate the proper support conditions that make it possible. And I keep marveling at those supports. It happened partly when I was watching you on Zoom during COVID, and I found the heart, and it's very resilient. It's reasonable, but it's very encouraging because I can get through this, and the heart is not deceptive. It deals with life as it is and as it was. So it's an incredible asset, right? It's all we have. <laughs> the rest of it's on loan. <laughs> and often built by other people. Heart's all we got, really. All we are. However confused and disheveled and crippled it may seem, but uh, the teaching is that, that once we really own our, even with its non-plot places and its dysfunctionality it's only through really attending to that that it could possibly and it can come out of those conditions I got a little lost there I didn't understand your last point well that um, however kind of confused or blinkered or blinded the heart can seem at times however how much denial there is in it, however shrunken it can seem uh, and, and inadequate it can seem, it has the, always has the potential to come out of that, to eradicate those effects. This is the huge um, inspiration. Because what else are you going to do? You're going to sit in it, increase it or decrease it. You're going to sit in the mess and get up and just go stagnant on it, you're going to build it up. It doesn't stay. It doesn't stay stable. You know, either you're going to stagnate and gradually get less and less caring about yourself, or you or you obsess in the wrong directions and, and avoid touching the topic at all. That doesn't doesn't go away, or you or you start working with it. And working with it can be pretty modest at times. You know. It can be just things like just go and find, hang out with some good people. <laughs> Take yourself out of situations that you just lose, lose your bearings in. Um, you know, cultivate generosity. Very good for the heart. You know, so everything, you know, that's why this whole, uh, you know, to bear in mind that this whole cycle of dependent arising and dependent ceasing remember all occurs in the heart and so we look through this series of phrases and terms you know you've got consciousness you've got perception you've got feeling you've got you know craving you've got what's the one word that's missing chitta the one term pretty pretty important term Jitta, because that's what gets liberated, that's the one that's not in the sequence. Because that's all occurring inside it. And so with the eradication of that in Jitta, oh. You know, that's, that's, that's why ceasing is not a bad idea. <laughs> it means the de-energizing, withdrawal of, withdrawal of potency from, this, this, from destructive patterns and programs into heart released. That's, that's the story. 
Yeah. Another participant asks, I'm looking for a clarification of my understanding because I'm just getting it sort of thing. So a kind of overview of what you've been teaching this afternoon. There was a question that came up about what you were saying about people who want stimulation because they can't be with something. So they've got this constant stimulation requirement to take them away from whatever they want to get away from. And in my mind, I was thinking, what is it that they want to get away from? Would it not be better to turn towards it? Because if it feels like suffering and is being caused by the hindrances, why not turn towards that suffering and acknowledge it and meet it with compassion and with insight? But then I had another realization, which is that teachings are about how to create a compassionate holding. That's what it feels like. It's kind of like the development of chitta so that the chitta can hold that part of you that causes the hindrances to arise. And then maybe you might be able to get some relief from that wounding. Is that it? That's a good... I, I'm following what you're saying. I would have a lot of assent and resonance with that. We can look at ignorance as another way of looking at it. It's not just, as I say, it's not intellectual lack of information. It means it's a dead spot. And that's, that's terrifying. There's a depleted, there's a place where we're not connected. And nothing, nothing wants to go there. There's a serious depletion, there's a serious crack, there's a wound, you could say. Uh, energetic, where we just can't stay. So therefore we, we move off. And we move off towards you know, the easiest thing, sense stimulation. Yeah. And so it becomes... Um, uh, you know, almost a reflex to find comfort. Um, because, but it doesn't actually comfort because it burns like a firework. So you don't get a comfortable glow, you get a brief flash. So you've got to buy another one. It's not sustainable. Huh? It's not sustainable. Non sustainable, and it doesn't deal with the, 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 the origin of that. You know, the, the core the core obscuration, the core inadequacy, the core depletion, the, the missing bit. It's not dealing with it. And so you say, oh no, well then we should ex extend compassion. Uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> probably, uh, one doesn't necessarily have the resources. One, a person is severely depleted in terms of ignorance and in, addicted doesn't necessarily have the resources of compassion that would do the healing. Yeah. So this, then the thing just perpetuates because we don't have the resources and the capacities, then the wound doesn't get staunched or cured or cleared. So you're going to go quite slowly. So you say, well, actually, well, then just hang out with some good people then. <laughs> and just start getting it into almost osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, get, go out and stroke a horse. <laughs> you can do that, you know. Then you feel you're stroking the horse, you're getting the good fluid energies happening, you're starting to activate the loving kindness qualities. You can't turn it towards yourself yet, but these are early days. <laughs>
Learn to be with yourself for 10 seconds without switching the phone on. You know, it could be something like that. And uh, just feel your feet and chant and recite a mantra, something. So you just build up the, the heart's potency. Not necessarily by directly confronting it or in its, in its strongest form, but by working around the less tightly knotted aspects of ignorance. Because you know, we're not completely ignorant. We're just kind of infected by it. But there's certain areas where it's, it's much less potent. Yeah. I mean, like a associate of mine who has, who has got into a spiral of heroin addiction. Yeah. Heroin addiction is going down and down and down. And then I think his wife, partner, gave birth to a, to a child. And holding the child in his hand. Oh, God. Oh, this kid, he's a better father than me. I better shape up. Yeah. So that just holding the child, the baby, I've got to, got to, got to shape up for the sake of this child. See, so for himself he couldn't bother, but for the little little one, little vulnerable child, okay, right, I'm going to cut off, clean up. So it goes to you know addiction programs, twelve step programs, all that kind of thing, and did it. But it was, it was the baby that, that told him. <laughs> you see, because then you, got heart, you can't connect to yourself because you're an idiot, you, you've given up on yourself already. But the little one... So a relationship is, is, in that sense, is it's everything, actually. You know, a relationship isn't necessarily a partner. It means everything is a relationship. Can you relate to pain? Can you relate to frustration? Can you relate... And of course, the big um, one of the big boons we have as human beings is we very easily empathise with other beings, other humans, and particularly little children. You know, who are soft and vulnerable and look at us with a sense of joy and wonder. I mean, you, you really got to be pretty bad state you know, to get something out of that. <laughs> If you can't do that, give yourself a goldfish. <laughs> Shall we take a break? Mm.